Super Chat. My name is Flora. And my name is Fauna. And this is a weekly podcast where we talk about animals. We're both former zookeepers, and each week we talk about an animal, and we learn about it, and we teach you about it. And But also sometimes we don't do that at all, and we throw <laughs> you a curveball, and instead we answer questions that you guys have sent us into our emails that we've ignored for three to six months. A twist! As always, nothing we say reflects any past, present, or future organizations, and all thoughts and opinions are our own. So mm-hmm. with that, let's get grimy. Oi, I'm ready to get grimy. Hello. Hello, sir. Do you hey, have, sir. <laughs> do you have today's newspaper? Can I buy it for a nickel? Why, yes, son, here it is. I'll take that nickel. Oh, it's so grimy. This is exactly what I wanted. Everything's so dirty and dusty. Apparently back then <laughs> everything was just dust and dirt. It was all the soot from the chimneys, I think. Me, I think it me was thinks. sending the kids into the coal mines. All the kids are covered in coal all the time. <laughs> coal. This nickel ain't a nickel, it's a piece of coal. I can't believe it. I'm a whelp you. Little Tim, little Tim, get it back in the coal mine. Little Tim. Get grimy, little Tim. Oh, I hate little Tim. He's been a bandit on the run for years. <laughs> if I ever find him. Boy, oh boy, will I eat him. <laughs> He's wanted. He's wanted and sentenced to death. He will be eaten. He will be eaten in a pie. I cannot wait. I've <laughs> a, got... meat, a meat pie? <laughs> Make a meat pie out of little Tim. <laughs> oh, it's going to be delicious with bones and all. Literally a scene from and Sweeney scene. Todd. We got, it was like Oliver Twist, and then it was like a Christmas Carol, and then it was like a Sloweenie Tot. It might have been a little bit of Chitty Chitty Bang Bang. Uh, sure. Yeah, why not? Of course. Why not? You know what? I think we're really good at voice acting. <laughs> we have two sounds. We have two. That's true. And I can only do. That's true. I can only do them in like a semi offensive way, you know? Correct. Right. Um, we won't be so horrible, but we will be if someone slightly just horrible. draws a very specific character and he's a very specific voice. We could fill that niche. Yeah, if you're looking for someone, you should hire us. I could be your voice. I could be a voice actor. Absolutely. Everyone would love to listen to this. Like uh, an audiobook of this? Are you kidding? Are you kidding? <laughs> what, what if I, I read, read Dune in that accent? <laughs> <laughs> Frank smut. Herbert. He could never. And you said Dune. <laughs> the two genders. <laughs> What if Dune was, was smut? smut? Right? Sandworm. AO3. Let's go. Let's make it happen. It's already there. <laughs> <laughs> um, all right. So this week we are, like I said, this is a quick and dirty. If you couldn't tell from the title, maybe you can't read. Already dirty. <laughs> already. We got grimy in the beginning and we're going to stay grimy and probably talk about something really problematic and people are going to get <laughs> mad about it. Probably, but if we do it in a fun Cockney accent, maybe it'll be palatable. It's just a gag then, isn't it? If we do it like this, it's just a gag. Take it easy. Just a, just a, just a goof and a gas. Take it Y'all going to be gooping and gagging by the end. Get gagged. All right. <laughs> Get gagged. So we do have a quick and dirty. This got sent in, I want to say, um, July. Oh, you know what? 20, Less than a year ago. 21. <laughs> Listen. July 2020. <laughs> Listen. 
Things work differently when you're in a pandemic if, for years on end. If you guys could see our inbox, you'd piss and shit. It's very yeah. full. Yeah. All right? So chillax a mo. Yeah. But don't feel don't feel too bad for us. Because there is some hate mail in there. <laughs> there is some. We keep them. Mm-hmm. Whenever we feel like we're doing a really good job, we read them and just humble ourselves. Like I like to knock myself well, down a peg. Greg from Dinghole Town <laughs> thinks that I'm too much of a woman to be talking about right. facts. <laughs> Thanks, Greg. Whenever I forget that I have imposter syndrome, I like to read those and remind myself. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> it works. Well, before actually, before we get into the question, because who fucking cares? Yeah. Right, sure. Fauna, how are you? My sweet, oh. sweet, 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 <laughs> sweet child. My sweetest fish. I'm feeling, fish. oh my God, Swedish fish. Listen, poll time. Yes or no on Swedish fish? Three, no. two, one, yes. No. Did you say yes? Did you say yes? No. <laughs> Did I hear you say yes? Okay. Well, I'm a Swedish fish girl, but mostly Ew. I'm a Sour Patch girl. Oh. Okay, I I'll, like I'll tolerate I'll tolerate a sour Swedish fish. Yeah. yeah, I'll tolerate a Swedish fish. Okay. Um, no, I said that wrong. <laughs> <laughs> no, it's written in stone. You said it. I'm deleting it. I'm deleting it. I'm deleting it. <laughs> Listen, Sour Patch Kids are tolerable only because mm-hmm. they're covered in sugar, and and they're sour salt or something. I don't know why. <laughs> why does it do that? But <laughs> if you strip them of that. Then they just become uh-huh. the Swedish fish, and I would rather die. Oh, but they're so good. Them. They're so good, though. I'm not a gummy person. So I'm not a gummy. Good. Gummy bears, oh, no. we've established this. Yes. Don't sound so exasperated about my lack of gummy <laughs> enjoyment, you fucking gummy <laughs> apologist. like gummies. I love gummies. But that's what makes us such a perfect pair. Yeah. That's true. <laughs> Why are we talking about Swedish fish? Literally don't know. Okay. You call me a Swedish fish. Oh, I started it. Fuck. Okay. Anyway, <laughs> <You> ask me. <laughs> but wait. Um. How are yes. you? Oh, fuck. How? How am I? I just want to know how you are. How am I? How am I? Who am I? Who am I? Is the real question. I'm good. You know what? I'm feeling chaotic. I'm feeling mm, mm, mm. like maybe I had mm. thirty Sour Patch Kids before I started recording, mm. but I actually didn't. But I'm feeling a little like I did. Well, buzz, so. you got that, got that, that sugar baby buzz. That sugar baby buzz. You know what's really good? Baby bottle pop. Baby bottle pop. Dip it. Dip it and fuck it and lick, lick it, it and shake it. Yep, and then pop it again. And then that's the one. Stick it. Those are so good. Yeah, so good. Speaking of sour sugar, um, but no, I'm good. I have been absolutely buck wild with my reading habits lately you all know that i read like 15 books at a time because i'm insane and that hasn't changed but i've added to it in the sense that i'm listening to like three additional audiobooks at the same time so not only am i reading like 25 novels i'm also listening to three novels and i can't keep anything straight (gasps) that but it's also exactly my design (laughs) so this is my design you know this is my design. I did it to myself. I'm thriving, but I'm also unaliving. God. Yeah. But other than that, <laughs> things are great. Okay. <laughs> Honestly, I don't like a cab at all, but I'm going to call the police. <laughs> <laughs> call the doctor. Something's wrong. 
<laughs> Something is not right. Someone take her away. She's not doing okay on her own. But how are you, my dear, my sweet, sweet little lamb? How are you? Uh, I had a, a meltdown <laughs> yesterday. <laughs> I had Some low-key meltdown, I had yeah. A, a bit of a meltdown. We've recovered partially. <laughs> We're yeah, partially you know what? medicated. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. You know, there's that TikTok trend going around right now where it's like me texting my friend that she's beautiful and amazing <laughs> and can do anything she wants when I'm in the midst of a mental breakdown. That's us. Literally at all times. Literally me. I'll be sobbing in the bathtub and I'll be like, Flora, Get it, queen. you're the most <laughs> gracious, sunshiny person. What? And you could do anything you, just you lie want to me. Just lie to my face. <laughs> and I'm weeping in a tub. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I had that. I'm... I'm trying to find a place to live officially right, now, right. starting now, today. Okay, but that's always stressful. That's so always going to be stressful. Mm-hmm. So stressful. Um, I have been bullying men again, like really badly, like really badly. That's so, some self-care, though. <laughs> like one guy, like really, really badly. Yeah, it was really funny. Like really You should probably badly. hope to never see him again <laughs> for your own safety. And the, and the fucked up part is that he texted me again after. <gasps> Oh my god. I know. And I said <laughs> I said a lot of mean things, but I do believe the icing on the cake was when we were leaving and he tried to like mm-hmm. touch me, which I don't like. Right. And I gave him like a friendly pat on the back and I said, nice. "Okay, thank you. See you never again." And then he laughed and was like, "It must have been it must have gone well." And I mm-hmm. said, "Is that what that means?" And then I walked away. <laughs> That was the last time I've ever I'm ever gonna speak to him again. Or but spoke to him. I just I got confused. <laughs> Sometimes I feel like the vibes I give off are not the same as the words coming out of my mouth. I guess I don't understand. <laughs> um, it's the worm in your brain controlling you. <laughs> but he did say that one. That one. That one admitted he had a gun and went to a gun club mm, with people with other guns. Okay. And he okay. said that he thought it was great because like sad boys. Like, yeah, it's a community for people. Club. Yeah, Sad Boy Gun Club. Sad. Thanks. He literally admitted to having a Sad Boy Gun Club. And I was shooketh to my core. Talk about calling the police. I said, I do not think we should give Sad Boys guns ever. No, absolutely not. Uh, you know, that was like ever. the origin origin villain story for him. Villain origin <laughs> story. That's what you did. Changed the trajectory of that man's life in you did. two hours. <laughs> He did. He's probably out there like painting clown makeup on his face and I don't know. Not to mention that I actually I didn't plan the date. I was going to an event mm-hmm. and I texted him and I said, if you want to see me like stop fucking texting me because he texts me every day and mm-hmm. asked me to play Fortnite with him. And I said, if you want to see me, like number one, stop fucking texting me every day. Number two, meet me at this location because I'm going to be there for this event. And then he was there and then I was shopping and I made him carry I bought like myself a mango lemonade and I made him carry Ooh. it while I was yes. trying on jewelry. Sure, sure. And I made him carry my stuff for me as we walked around. Right. Then I bought That wasn't so much an invitation as it was kind of like a threat. Just like stop texting <laughs> me. Um anyway. Christ. That one was bad. That that was actually the last date I've been on in a while because um <laughs> I don't know. I don't know if I can top it. I said really. I don't even want to get into all the details, but you were dipping your toe in and 
Boy, did you make a splash. It's <laughs> a good way to put it. Anyway, I might get killed <laughs> one day. Um, when you guys are on the Dateline episode, like, be very honest. I did not. I've never lit up a single room. People. Right. Babies cry she's actually, when I walk she's by. She's actually um, horrible and, like, really mean. Yeah. Um, always stinky and generally had a really bad attitude. Yeah. You guys are like, I cannot believe she didn't die 10 years earlier. Listen to this horrible <laughs> podcast. <laughs> she had the eating habits of a toddler. Do me a fucking she... favor, though, and find a good picture of me. Don't you dare put a bad picture of me on that goddamn show. They always have, like, the worst pictures of people. They have, like, the Facebook selfies that are taken from, like, that oh, upwards mm-hmm. angle. You know what I mean? Yep. And there's, like, a pier in the background. No, Dude, thank you. I've got some, like, good pics. Got some bangers. Will yeah. You just look before you leap. You know what I'm I gonna, mean? I'm going to post your uh, feet pics. <laughs> Those are pretty good. I Maintain did, an- anonymity through death. Yeah, I did have that foot Instagram there for a minute, so you, you did pull up all that Instagram. <laughs> you certainly did. Christ, Christ! Someone out there is like, oh, foot Instagram. Ah! Google, Google, Google. <laughs> You'll never find me. Yeah, never. God, I'm getting lit up by realtors right now, telling me, Ooh. "Um, sorry, you're too poor and ugly, and it's already been rented." Bitch. Did they really say that second like sh- part? No. <laughs> they didn't say any of that. They said, You're too ugly Thanks. to rent this. See you then. <laughs> Can you imagine? The housing market is already brutal enough. Hey, I'll go. My poor looks being brought into this. <laughs> Sorry, this is a seven and up neighborhood, and you look like a fucking four. <laughs> Get the fuck out. Take you and your two face out of here. <laughs> All right, all right, all right. Also, this question, it's a great question. Don't get me wrong. But sometimes I hate speaking and doing this. So it's just like wasn't looking forward to it. You know what I mean? Yes, sure. Sure, sure, sure. Okay, this comes from an anonymous person. Love. Join the club. They literally wrote their whole address and social security number, but they were like, LOL, don't tell. And so I <laughs> won't. I won't. I'll never tell. I won't do it. Also, I won't do it. Because this came in last year, they're probably a new person at this point. <laughs> it's probably this like so much <laughs> outdated information that it wouldn't even matter. Sure. All right. Hey, Grime Queens. That's mm-hmm. us. I'm not sure how much experience you guys have with interactive exhibits like touch pools, zoo farms, lurky aviaries, but I'd assume mm-hmm. it's a decent amount. <laughs> this is a good <laughs> fucking right. From my experience educating at touch pools, I feel like they're not good for the animals, even with staff supervision. Mm. From people picking up sharks and moon jellies, Jesus, to trying to pry sea snails off of rocks, it's impossible to completely prevent guests from disrespecting and hurting the animals. This Mm -hmm. might also be exaggerated because I work in a facility where a large number of guests aren't visiting for the animals, but are more focused on getting drunk and riding roller coasters. Oh. What the fuck? Where the fuck do you work? <laughs> God. <laughs> fucking, what the fuck? The fucking I'm that woman. Bahama Breeze with a fucking <laughs> shark tank in the back. <laughs> She's got all the math equations and triangles around her head. She's like, what's this? That's me. Welcome to like? Bahama Breeze. Please yeah, step over here if you want to ride the euthanasia coaster on your right. <laughs> on your left. Welcome to Margaritaville. <laughs> there's a touch tank with a moon jelly in it. But Christ. <laughs> here's your here's your pina colada. 
I know these types of exhibits can help guests connect with wildlife in a more hands-on way, but in my opinion, they're not worth it. I'd love to hear a flora and fauna rant and ramble on these exhibits. Oh, well, well, well. your wish is my command. Fauna, what are your experiences experiences (laughs) with touching? Gosh, I've done a lot of touching in my day. Um, As far as, like, zoo touching, let's see, I worked in a few different, like, petting zoo, like, farm animal areas, and I've done a little bit of, like, education animal handling Mm. and, like, uh, like, theater show animal kind of, like, guest interactions. I haven't done too much with touch tanks. Wow. Yeah. I'm going to be honest. And by, I mean, too much, I mean, I haven't done anything nothing, with touch tanks. Nothing with touch tank. <laughs> okay, okay, okay. I've not done that at all. Um, I do think that there is a big glaring difference between like a farm animal interaction and a touch tank animal interaction. Okay. In the sense that if you have the wherewithal to pick up one of them, you're not moving them into an environment where they cannot breathe. <laughs> You're suffocating them? Interesting, interesting, yeah. <laughs> what about you? Yeah, I have not also worked in a touch pool. Um, mm-hmm. I have worked in a lorikeet aviary. Oh, which... I'm sorry. I just had a <laughs> – listen, I just had a visual because <laughs> you said worked in a touch pool. I'm and I had a visual of you just like in <laughs> – In a pool? <laughs> in like a wetsuit. And people just come up and just like touch me, touch you. Oh, <laughs> that like, costs extra. Woman. Look at this woman in this pool. <laughs> they just come up and like, like touch your shoulder. You know, that's in the way, way back of the Bahama breeze, baby. That's not up front. <laughs> that's actually in the Margaritaville. That's in the back. <laughs> that's in the Jimmy Buffett right there. <laughs> oh, cheeseburger in paradise. You know, <laughs> <laughs> you can touch my cheeseburger in paradise. Medium oh! <laughs> <laughs> red with mustard would be nice. Crowd goes wild. Crowd goes wild. Okay. But I've worked in a lorikeet aviary, which made mm-hmm. me want to K my ass. I forgot. Okay. I've done that too. Yeah, I, I literally blacked it yeah. out from my yeah, yeah, yeah. entire memory existence. And I, I ran it. a fucking monitored a fucking zoo farm, which also mm. made me want to K my ass mm-hmm. daily. Mm-hmm. All right. Mm-hmm. Yes. Yeah. The short answer, the short answer is I fucking mm-hmm. hate all interactive touch exhibits. <laughs> Fuck you. You shouldn't be allowed to touch anything. You don't deserve it. You sticky-handed motherfuckers. Yes. Go somewhere else. Literally anywhere else. Mm-hmm. The long answer? I'll talk about this all day. They're the fucking <laughs> worst. <laughs> They're the fucking worst. Okay. The first one was the fucking zoo farm. If you're yeah. an easy accredited zoo, if you have animals that are within finger hole dif- d- distance of a human, mm-hmm. you have to have a constant monitor aza right. requires you to have someone monitoring the situation watching the people watching the animals they have to be there for good ass reason yeah because these people be poking it's always the wrong touch it's always a no-no touch it's a no-no touch our zoo was like hey the thing about having a farm attendant is that it costs fucking money we don't have mm-hmm. any fucking money right so what if we i understand that you can barely get your work done. You're extremely overwhelmed and stressed. Mm-hmm. You have mm-hmm. 200 animals that you're taking care of. Um, what if I made you then for three hours stand and stare at a fucking child molesting a goat? How would that make you feel? It would make you feel <laughs> fucking horrible. 
I love What if you also it. didn't have a say and you had to do it anyways? <laughs> what if I paid you to neglect those animals and go look at those mm-hmm. getting neglected? <laughs> okay, great. <laughs> I can't wait. What if I, what if I pay you the same amount of money <laughs> to do your normal job and then do this other job and stress you out yeah. and provide no benefit whatsoever? Whatsoever. <laughs> and then berate you for the things you didn't get done later. <laughs> yep. What if I did that? <laughs> what if also we free fed and had feeders for the zoo farm 24-7 so that the goats were actually morbidly obese? What if? <laughs> what if? What if we did that? What, what if thoughts? they were close to <laughs> oh, death? because just of kidding. Morbid- I'm not interested in hearing your thoughts. <laughs> Fuck. We had 24, 24-7 yeah. feeders out. They were never covered. Yeah. They were never turned off. Constant. Mm-hmm. Our goats looked disgusting. Everyone always asked if they were pregnant because they were foul mm. and they were bloated because the food that they gave them was also cheap as fuck. And it was horrible. And there was a llama and he was nice, but the rest of it was a crock of shit and I hated every moment mm-hmm. of it. Mm-hmm. When I worked at a little zoo farm, um, one of the highlights was that uh, we had two mini horses, uh, which were very fun. And one of them had the most emo bangs <laughs> had feelings. I have ever seen in my entire life. It was the most <laughs> I, fell I fell in love with an emo, emo girl horse girl. that I've ever seen. <laughs> he was so emo and I was obsessed with it. But on the flip side, uh, there's – okay. It's just like <sighs> the intentions are good. Are they? The idea is good. Is it? It's like woodwork in a vacuum in a perfect world, but it's what? never going to work that well no. because you're right. You always have to have someone there yes. and they're either like really bored or overworked or not paid enough or all three. Um, no one is ever touching them correctly. No. The food situation is like out of hand and more often than not, you're just like, if you are the person working there, you just have to be like, hey, don't do that. Hey, don't do that. Yeah. Hey, don't do that. Yeah. And then if you're working in a place like a uh, lorikeet aviary oh Christ. um you can't hear you can't hear you have the most <laughs> splitting migraine in the entire world Christ. and you get to watch like children beat birds and like step on birds it's and horrible. kill them yes awful actively kill animals that has happened because they like zoos have to give these people an outlet to like touch animals because they can't touch like the freaking black bear or whatever but then people go absolutely insane because they're pissed that they can't touch the black bear. So they come in here and they and just, just like, like eat a lorikeet. Oh, <laughs> it's horrible. It's like, why are you so angry? It why did you even horrible. come? Please. It is horrible. It's yeah. so horrible. They mm-hmm. – people act like it's their God-given right to pet the right. animal. Oh, and my if God. It's not, so entitled. If it doesn't yeah. want to be pet or touched, they get fucking irate and they usually yes. force it uh, regardless of how many times the animal like – tries to turn away or walk away or whatever it right. always happened in the fucking lorikey aviary oh my god stupid men would go in there it was always a fucking man and he would just force his hand in front of this bird's face 35 times and try to fucking flick it and poke it and all this stuff meanwhile the bird is actively biting him and i would be there and be like stop motherfucker and it didn't get through to them even being bit i'm like we don't want to encourage them biting and it got to the point where I was like, no means no. And the bird is telling you no. Like, I would just shout it really loudly. And then it made people feel awkward because no means no has several connotations. But I was just uh, like, yes. Get your fucking finger out of this bird's mouth, you dumb motherfucker. And they're like, oh, I have a bird at home. It doesn't hurt. I don't care about your bird at home. It's totally neglected as fuck. 
You should be at home right now with that bird. Why the fuck are you at the zoo? Like, I don't give a I single know. shit. I didn't ask you if you wanted to be bit. I'm telling you to yes. fucking stop. And people never yeah. listen. It makes me so angry. And then if the birds weren't hungry and they weren't feeding, they were like, I came to the zoo just to feed the lorikeet. Get a hobby. I don't give a shit. Oh, I know. What they do you mean to irate. fucking? They become irate. Let me put an IV. Hold on. Hold on. Let me grab a wing. Let me put a fucking IV drip in the bird and force feed him your nectar. Since you drove all the way here from bum fuckhole, let me just tap into him for you. I know he's he's literally so full, he's going to vomit, but let me just tap a vein, just so you have a good day with your fucked up looking child. Also, side note, ugliest kid I've seen all day. That's the ugliest fucking kid. I don't know where you're from, don't ever come here again and bring that kid here, I'm going to throw up myself. Yeah, the lack of boundaries, the sense of entitlement, and the, like, complete disregard for the importance of consent with animals was, like, infuriating. Oh, my God. Because, like, so much of what we would do as keepers was focused around, like, giving the animals consent. Like, they had had opportunities to, like, consent to what was happening to them. That's why, like... The fucking training we did yep. was so important. Like, and you so guys it was infuriating. Force those animals to do that. No, we've actually <laughs> spent decades like trying to disprove that, and then you're in there like stabbing a llama. <laughs> Are you kidding? Right, like having your way <laughs> with this goat. Please stop. Um, yeah, and I agree. Like they would become infuriated, and the lack of like boundaries for that animal and the lack of Ugh. understanding when you try to explain that like this guy needs a rest that's why he's in this area and yep. not available for touching yeah they would become absolutely furious i yep. remember one time when i was working in that farm area um we had a literal actual rhino get out of its habitat Christ, <laughs> and it was um actually right next door to the petting zoo and so we went into like full emergency lockdown <laughs> and I, you know, got the radio call and they were like, evacuate the petting zoo. Like, take these people to whatever locked building you can. (laughs) This isn't a drill. And so I got everyone out and there's this man with his child and they were like feeding this goat. And I was like, hi, you need to leave (laughs) right now. Like, I'm here to escort you. And he was like, oh, we're not done feeding a goat. And I was like, that don't give a shit. We're leaving right now. And he was like, no, we paid money to feed this goat. Come on, honey, keep feeding the goat. And I was like... Uh, short of fucking punching you in the face and boxing <laughs> you into a corner, <laughs> like, I'm about to lose it, bro. And, like, I couldn't just sit there and just be, like, like threaten the man with a rhino. Like, what am I going to say? Yeah. Sir, uh, This I'm going to let a rhino kill you. If you stay here, like, you will die. <laughs> I know, but eventually it got to that point where I was just like, mm, it's never been more critical for you to come with me right now. <laughs> There's God. an actual rhino out. <laughs> oh, my God. It was God. infuriating. Yeah. And he was such a, like, bastard about it. He never did end up leaving. They were able to secure the rhino. Nice. Um, And then, you know, things, like, went back to normal or whatever. And he was like, oh, I don't know what all the fuss was. Meanwhile, I had, like, oh, run, guys. sprinted, and locked everyone else into the dining cafe. Jesus Christ. <laughs> and there's just this man with a stupid child feeding this goat. I hope that child never forgets that moment that he sacrificed that kid's life for that fucking goat seat. Like, are you kidding me? Are you kidding me? It was just like the entitlement was so annoying. And in yes. my head, too, I was like, if I die because this stupid motherfucker and his stupid fucking child wanted to feed a goat and I get, like, flipped into outer space by this rhino, I'm going to be <laughs> furious. I'm going to haunt everyone. I think there's so many layers of how horrible they are that there's actually no 
no universe in which it's a redeeming good feature. <laughs> Jane fucking Goodall didn't like go to a goddamn Lorikey aviary and become Jane Goodall. Do you know what I mean? You're not inspiring the next conservationist by selling nectar for $10 and having a kid scream at a bird and then drop the nectar on the ground and then the mom get mad at me. Are you fucking kidding? Step on the bird. Nobody's fucking inspired. (laughs) Like, get out. They're stupid. I know. Especially in bird aviaries. Like, that's my most experience. I'm sure it's horrible everywhere. But just the disrespect of, like, going into an animal's habitat Mm -hmm. The kids are screaming, like actively screaming at them, trying to grab them. Kids that are way too young. Like we even had an age limit and people still like would sneak kids into stuff. And I'd be like, get that fucking baby out of here. I'm going to kill you. Well, it's because they clearly value their child's experience of like this thing they're never going to remember over like this animal's entire life. Yeah. But then the best part is that 90%, well, yeah, 90% of the people are doing something horrible to their own family member because- like, there's, like, maybe 30% who have forced a friend in or a family member who's af- actively afraid of birds, right? So they're forcing someone to, into the habitat who's mm-hmm. horrified of birds, and they're freaking out the whole time, and they're scared the birds are going to land on them, and they're, like, having a horrible time. The rest of this 90% is people who come in with a child who doesn't like birds, is too small to even understand what's happening, hand mm. them a cup of nectar, stand back and film them while birds land on them, and the kid screams and cries. And they think it's, like, a fun game. That yeah. happened every day someone did that to their kid every day the straight like, i don't are fucking unhinged <laughs> they're that's not okay not normal you fucking well, and it's like they're literally traumatizing them for no reason <laughs> like why do you have to involve an animal in your own family trauma yeah you could just do that yourself fucking at home insane. without they're- me as a witness and this bird involved there would be one person a day who was like respectful and a yeah. good person and ask questions. But and yeah, people who wasn't like, an oh, actual terrorist. If the bird doesn't want to be touched, it will fly away. Number one, no, it won't. Because it's sleeping. Okay. Number two, yeah. it is out of reach. But you know what? The guy is gonna actually push on the rope barrier with a stick in his hand and still poke the fucking bird. And guess mm-hmm. what? I saw it and I'm now screaming. <laughs> like, <laughs> I will end your life. Um Guess what? The you worst. raised my blood pressure. Thanks. The worst. Touching yeah. the animals inappropriately, screaming at the animals, <laughs> uh, fucking stepping on them, running them over with strollers. <sighs> Horrible. Feeding them inappropriate things. Everyone sneaks mm-hmm. in food and drink, even when they're not supposed to. And they're like, uh, oh, yeah. can I just give it like a sip of my water? No, you dumb idiot. It has its own water. I, don't know I grabbed a plant from elsewhere in the zoo, yeah. and it was in the zoo, and I fed it this goat, and this goat started fucking yes. foaming at the mouth. Yeah. That's not my fault. Yeah. Great. Yeah. And, you know, when I first started, the zoo farm was mm-hmm. the first my first experience with that, and I was so pissed that I didn't have time for this shit, and I I did think that it was less, like, below me, right, as a zookeeper. Like, why am I just standing here watching people? Sure. And I think part of that is semi-true, but then going into the Lorikey aviary and all the birds that were fucking dying, and we had so many mm-hmm. interns and volunteers in there who didn't notice because they were manning the fucking Lorikey aviary and the zookeepers were barely in there, uh, realized that it does in fact need to be manned by the appropriately trained staff, yeah. but you've got to find like a middle ground. You can't take the hours from your zookeepers Mm-hmm. who have a full day which happened at both facilities i was being pulled mm-hmm. out of my routine to mm-hmm. stand in the sun for two hours and watch children 
be traumatized for the rest of their life and fuck right. with birds. Like, it just drove me insane. What was the reason? <laughs> but yeah, having these volunteers and stuff in there, and then people who are interns or volunteers who maybe don't feel that they can speak so sternly to guests who are right. deliberately right. fucking up in there is not good. Um, no. you, so you need to have someone who's, like, really stern, can push, and tell people to fucking knock it the fuck off. But you mm-hmm. also need people who understand the animals enough to know when something's not right. Um, yeah. I agree. Because we had a lot of problems. And, like, that's no one's fault but the zoo because they didn't give any, mm-hmm. like, a zookeeper enough time to be in there. Like, we were in that aviary for 10 seconds in the morning as, like, a zookeeper check and 10 seconds as night as a zookeeper check. And the rest of the day, yeah. it was us being pulled when we didn't have interns and volunteers. Which, well, and, like, during what COVID is the welfare like, of, like, oh. those lorikeets in there, too? If, like, the only check-ins they have yeah. are, like, a minute twice a day with a zookeeper and the rest is just in these, like, aviaries. Yes. Dude, they're Come fucking on. horrible. Come on. And I, f- I don't know. I just feel like touch tanks are, like I said, like, I don't know, almost worse maybe just because there is yeah. the opportunity for you to, like, remove them from the environment in which they yeah. need to and live. I get that I don't know. sea creatures have brains, I guess. Some of them are fucking <sighs> small, though. So... Is there yeah. the mental capacity to be like, whoa, I'm getting fucking fingered and I don't want to be fingered anymore. I should move to that spot where I can't get fingered. I don't know if that's there on like a sea right. urchin. Yeah, but they should still have that right. Like they should still oh. have someone looking out for them in that yes. way. <laughs> yeah, but that's what I'm saying. Like, will that motherfucker move? It will probably right. take him 24 hours and then right. it's nighttime and there's no one there anyway. Like, I just, I don't know how you can offer like those kinds of animals the breaks. I just think that there's, like, the way that it would be the most satisfying and the most rewarding and the most positive for everyone, zoos don't have the time, money, or resources to make it happen. Like, if you – if, like, a touch tank situation with uh, stingrays, for instance, Mm -hmm. were to happen and you had an opportunity where you could, like, have someone participate in a training session, have it be a small group so you can keep an eye on everything – like, have that animal have choice in their environment mm-hmm. and have it be, like, this cool learning opportunity. Yep. Then I think that's the opportunity that is the most rewarding for everyone involved. But again, you don't have the resources. No. You don't have the time no. and you don't have the staff no. and you don't have the money to do that. No. So it's always going to be this, like, knockoff version. Yep. That's easier to just let it kind of run itself. But – and I feel like in the case of – Sometimes with, like, education and, like, theater animals and stuff, there is more of that choice involved, and that's why they have, like, different – I mean, obviously, it depends on the facility, but that's why there are different collections. So, like, if the chinchilla isn't feeling it that day, you can bring out the rabbit who is feeling it or, sure. like, whatever, yep. you know? But in the case of, like, these situations, there's just not even really that option. Yeah. Oh, my God. I literally just remember that I had this – at this other shitty whole zoo, the – um. <laughs> I don't even remember what it was called, but it was some just dumb <laughs> bullshit keeper talk, probably. And mm-hmm. we had to go and grab an animal and bring it, whether it was, like, a rat or a bug or a skunk or whatever. And we had to do a presentation about it and then allow touching. And every mm-hmm. time it was just, like, ripping the nocturnal skunk out of its den. Yeah. And, like, forcing it to do this, like, touch encounter that it didn't want to do. And, like, there just has to be – there has to be a better way to have the conversation about inspiring people to care about animals that doesn't involve fingering them. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. It shouldn't have to take you – like, if the only thing standing between you wanting to, like, 
not be afraid of and like care for snakes in your habitat is you touching one when it doesn't want to be touched, then that's fucked up. And we need to reevaluate that situation because like, yeah, it's ridiculous. Yeah, <laughs> it is. And it's, I think it's, I think interactions are great. Sure. People want to get close to animals, blah, blah, blah. But any up close encounter that I've ever had, like with penguins or cats or anything, there's always someone asking about them being pets. Every oh, yeah. fucking time. So what yeah. are we what are we like supporting? What are we inspiring? Because everyone in the Lorikey aviary is asking, do they make good pets? Should I have a bird? Where can I get a pet bird? I mean, yeah. I just I don't think it's well, setting the right precedent. Like we're saying, oh, they're wild animals. Except for this one. You can fucking touch this one. It's a wild animal, but you can still fucking touch it. And I'm holding it and carrying it around like a baby. But it's wild. Well, and they're the, same, they're the same people that will become, like, irate the moment that an animal is no longer feeling an encounter. And you take them out of it. Like, because of that. Like, how many times have you had an animal that's available for touch or, like, going on a walk or something that is clearly telling you, I'm done, and you're like, okay, like, we're going to pack it up with this yeah. one or whatever, and you have someone that's just like, oh, well, I paid for this experience, or, like, well, I didn't even get to see the – I didn't get to touch it. Like, yeah. okay. <laughs> and die. Sorry. Sorry. But that's <laughs> – what do you, would you rather, like, stress this animal out? Is that yes. worth it to you? <laughs> yes, they would. They I don't know, It's infuriating. And it's like we have to be able to address that apathy – because if the like I said, the only thing that's standing between you caring about wildlife is like poking this skunk that doesn't want to be poked, then what the fuck is going on? If you're gonna be pissed that it isn't interested in being poked anymore, too. I just I literally are you think just gonna bullshit. be like actively pissed? <laughs> I think that's a bold faced lie. How many people fucking love big cats? If you talk to any person who wants to be a zookeeper, <laughs> they've all got big old boners. I'm gonna be a big cat keeper. I'm gonna be how many of them have touched a big cat? Probably like four of them. At some at fucking Joe Dirt's same thing with elephants. Fucking yep. cat camp. You saw a cat through the glass up close, and you got a boner like that. There's, it, it doesn't even need it's unnecessary. It's not necessary. You don't have to touch them. You don't have to touch them. Guess what? They're covered in piss anyway. Everything's always yep. covered in piss. Why does the skunk smell like that? Because it pissed on itself. True that. I think the first time piss. I like touched a big cat that I was working with was like years into it when they were under sedative because they were for a routine exam like, yeah <laughs> that shouldn't be what sustains you into caring about that animal is if you could fucking touch it <laughs> i think that everyone that goes to the zoo should be castrated i don't know none oh. of them should. <laughs> <laughs> okay it's like, all right it's like i feel like it's the most insane people of society I go other places yeah. and I I run into normal people. When I right. go to the zoo, there's always someone there just like fucking psychotic. I just don't right. understand it. Where do they come from? And why are they at the zoo? Well, it's like it's they're going there for that like older mentality of like this is like a place of entertainment, you know? So I'm here to be entertained. Entertain me. Yeah. And then you have like the cool people who are never abusing the, the lorikeets in the aviary or like stealing Spiral. the shark from the touch tank Spiral. that are like that you can't even notice and appreciate because yeah you're, you're dealing screaming. with the fuckheads all day yep <laughs> yeah no well, we appreciate you last time you i was to here, learn i got to ride <laughs> an elephant all right 
Sorry, Stella. That was in 1925. What the fuck do you want me to do about it? That (laughs) elephant is fucking dead. There's nothing here for you to ride, except for your happy ass back home. See ya. Remember that one zoo? Ugly kid. Remember that one zoo you and I used to work at? Where those people would be like, there used to be elephant encounters and you used to pet an elephant. You used to feed an elephant. And we're like, there hasn't been elephants here in 35 years. And they're like, well, I was here four years ago and there were elephants. And I was like, bitch, you weren't. And they're like, why are there no elephants? Also, they used to be in this habitat. And then it was an actual concrete block. And I was like, well, there's a reason it's not there anymore because that is abuse. Like, what are you talking about? I really hope the elephant was not in that. Are you joking? Like, yes, your um, your perception of this and your behavior is concerning, ma'am. <laughs> Please leave. Please <laughs> Thank you. Go. What I just fuck? think the entitlement is huge. The benefit of the animal is fucking near zero. The benefit yeah. and pain, or the pain to me, is astronomical. Like, I just <laughs> do not think that they are good. I think all of them should be banned. I think any anything where a human can get anywhere near an animal is the worst thing ever. Like, how often, how often have you been working in, like, a wallaroo habitat and someone's trying to, like, chase and kick them? Like, oh my people God. are like, well, it doesn't happen that often. That's why the, the people are there to monitor. It happens all the time because people are insane because the majority of the people that go into that encounter are looking to, like, abuse an animal. Yeah. And how many right? times have and you it's been like, in a wallaroo the opportunity. walkabout where they're hidden so far away from people that it's yep. pointless that you're in there? Right. That you can actually see them closer from the other side of the fence. Outside. Yup. Yup. They're like, why did I pay for this? I don't know. I don't know. Why did you pay for this? Can't you just appreciate them? Fuck. (laughs) I just think all of it's horrible. I know. And like. Shut it down. Get rid of it. Like. Get rid of it. There are some zoos that have like a really cool. No, they don't. Like walk through bird aviary. (laughs) No, they don't. Or like it's like the bird's habitat. No. And instead of like. Interacting with the birds, you're walking through the foliage, and like it's like you're like learning about the foliage yeah, 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 instead. Yeah, yeah. And then yeah. there just happens to be like birds an ibis, yeah, twenty five light years away. Yes, <laughs> but at the same time, like it's just there's always going to be those people that are just like I paid my admission ticket, so I'm entitled to go rip the feathers off that bird. And it's like, can you not? What the fuck? Yeah, we need to reevaluate society. Because what, like, you need a psych panel before you go into, like, yeah. an open animal area. Yes. I. Are you going to finger this frog? Okay, yes. then you're not allowed in. Sorry. Yeah. <laughs> Did it take you more than one second to think about your answer to that question? <laughs> and you're not allowed in. Sorry. Sorry. Banned for life from the zoo. <laughs> like, what the fuck? I want to make, you know, they have that Alamo draft house where it's like a movie theater, but you absolutely <laughs> yeah. cannot talk or like text or they like hang you publicly yes. or whatever. I want to make a yes. zoo where if you disrespect an animal, if you make one nasty comment, if you do anything, yeah. a firing squad pops out of the fucking ground and shoots you dead. <laughs> you just die in front of your friends and family. Get a hand chopped off. It's like a warning. But it comes with weight. <laughs> and then we just have, like, the world's best zoo. <laughs> I know. And people will be like, well, it's supposed to be fun. Is it? It's not. Or is that just your perception of it? Because is it, I thought it was supposed to be about loving animals. Respecting animals the environment. is fun. You fucking cunt. Interesting. Interesting. I didn't realize that kicking a wallaroo in the face was your idea of fun. And kids. You should be on kids a watch list. Worst. Yeah. Well, not even. Okay. Kids are the worst. But the adults are the ones that know better. 
you know? And especially when they see their kid doing something terrible yeah. and abusive, they're just like, <laughs> and then they'll sit there and they'll wait for you to call them out and they'll just be like, see, I told you not to. Or yes. they'll get all pissy with yes. you. <laughs> oh. I tried to tell him. Tell him again. I, see, I told him. Tell me again. he's cracked his head open because he jumped off of a fence. Granny? <sighs> it's always granny. It's always granny with like six of the world's worst toddlers. And it's like, why are you fucking here? <laughs> why have you ruined my day? Oh my God, in the school groups? <laughs> no. Don't. <laughs> Don't talk about it. I have PTSD. I can't. <laughs> I can't speak any further on this. The people that work, wait. The keepers, though, that work in petting zoos and put up with that all day, your saints, your angels, the ones that do it. We know how hard you work. We know how busy you are. We know how hot it is. We know that you're sunburnt and you're dirty and you stink and you're tired and you're dealing with all these screaming children. By the time this episode <laughs> gets edited and comes out, it will be a different group of people that you're talking to because those people have already quit. Oh, you're right. Because <laughs> no they were tired and dirty and something in the yes. world, in the entire <laughs> world to fuck with that. Right. Right. So anyway, anonymous person, thanks for the question. They fucking suck and I hate them. I don't know what you wanted us to say. I think you knew what we were going to say. I don't think they there did was say any rampage doubt. in their they question. Did. They, did they did. I think there's zero benefit. If you think there's a benefit, swallow your own tongue because I don't give a fuck you're wrong and I don't want to hear it and don't send me an email. We have so many already. We're backed up till last year. We're getting through last year's emails. So eat shit with your comment. And you go fucking work the job. You go there work you go. the job. Then you can have something to say about it. Yep. Then you can have something to say. Mm-hmm. Until then, um, kindly eat my butt. Until then, fuck off. <laughs> I have no... What a nice little bow to put on that. <laughs> fuck right off. I think they're horrible. Ugh. I would have so much more to say. This isn't even all of it. If I could remember half the shit that went down, but I've literally tried to block it. Blocked it. Yeah, blocked it out. Self-care. <laughs> I just don't think even one animal's life is worth it. And animals have actively been killed in them. Right. Right. So, I don't know. Was their martyrdom you. worth it? Girl, girl, I'm with you. Girl? Did your Lorikey you. aviary raise the next Steve Irwin? Where's he at? Haven't seen him pop up. Or did up. it just, or did it just raise a bunch of money? Or did it just raise a bunch of fucking horrible people? Mmm. What's the answer? Who knows? All right. Well, thanks for joining us for quick and dirty. <laughs> it was neither quick, but it was disgustingly dirty. Uh, if you have an idea for a quick and dirty, you can email us at keeperchat at gmail You can message us on Facebook, Instagram, or Twitter on the relevant website. Just type in keeperchat, and um. You can listen to all our episodes on KeeperChatPodcast.com or on iTunes or Stitcher or your fucking Apple app. I don't know. Whatever weird <laughs> apps. Everyone would Stitcher. People use the weirdest stuff. Podcast addict. I don't so know. People man. are like hot wiring cars and getting radio and signals getting, yeah. and listening to us. Yeah. Like, what are you doing? They'll text me and be like, hey, uh, the episode description is fucky <laughs> on this weird ass website I use. I, I don't care. Sorry. Couldn't give less of a fuck. I don't care about the formatting of your weird app. That's not my problem. Suffer. Suffer. Bye. <laughs> um, anyways, rate and review us on iTunes and Pod uh, Chaser. Is that what it is? And we'll donate $5 yep. conservation. We had a couple of new reviews come in. They were glowing. Yes. Glowing. I'm glowing. That. Anyways. <laughs> I'm glowing. Can you tell? <laughs> next week we'll be back with more of something. No telling uh -huh. what it'll be. 
It's a surprise. See you later, fuckholes. <laughs> Spell you later, turds. <laughs> Bye.